The recent U.S. Supreme Court decision concerning Roe versus Wade has really divided this country and, in fact, divided a lot of families. And created some interesting conversations between myself and my daughters. And, and this, this is, is Chick to Chick. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Buckle up. Here yep. we go. All right. So we know what just happened uh, with the U.S. Supreme Court recently concerning Roe v. Wade, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So the court decided, hey, this matter should not have come before the court mm -hmm. ever, and they've sent this back to the states uh, to deal with this whole abortion issue. We want to be clear about something. We are not here to debate the merits of abortion. We're not talking about that. We are not here to take a stance one way or another, pro-life or pro-choice. We're basically here to talk about what happened and how moms are explaining this to their daughters and dealing right. with questions from their daughters. I don't have any daughters. Mm -hmm. I have a son. I've heard from many, many young ladies who are like daughters to me mm -hmm. uh, about questions, uh, you know, questions about what happened. And so that's really what mm -hmm. has spurred this podcast. Well, and for me, I have daughters. And of course, it's created some really important conversations. I want to be able to understand what they're thinking. I want them to feel heard. I want to know that I can provide some good information to them as well. So it's been a learning experience for me too. So let's go back to what happened. What happened before the U.S. Supreme Court? Right. Basically what the court was saying was there is nothing, nothing in the Constitution that says anything about abortion. What is the job of the U.S. Supreme Court? To interpret the Constitution, right. Right? right? So a lot of people are saying, well, why are they dealing with issues concerning guns? Well, it's the Second Amendment. And it's in the Constitution. It's in the Constitution. Second right. Amendment right to bear arms. There's nothing in the Constitution that has to deal, that deals with abortion. There's nothing. That a right, a right to have an abortion. Correct. There's nothing in there. And that's what they're saying. They're saying our job is to interpret the mm -hmm. Constitution. There's nothing in here. So this matter should not have come before the court to begin with 50 years ago. So now they're pushing it back to the states, mm -hmm. telling the states, you deal with this. Mm -hmm. So let's use Pennsylvania as an example. Right. There's nothing in the state constitution about abortion. It's more of a legal issue. It's something that's going to go before the legislature and go before our governor. Right, exactly. And that's an important part because the thing that we're trying to do is empower everyone to know that the more that they understand, yep. the more they understand the process, now they can actually do something about it and they'll feel like their voice is heard versus getting all upset over it and not knowing what to do with it. So that's really why we're talking about this today. Yeah, it's very important that you said that because a lot of young ladies that I have heard from who are like right. daughters to me, yeah. I felt like they're uh, responding with emotion mm -hmm. and what we want to do is just simply provide some information of right. what the process is Again, I don't have a daughter, right. and you've been having some really interesting conversations with right. your daughters. And I get it. I get it, because if I were in my early 20s and not really 
listen, I'm not remembering everything for my civics classes. Uh, seriously, yeah. I, I don't. And I had to go back and get a reboot. But the, the problem is that, you know, we don't want everybody running around so completely emotional. I get it. It was an emotional thing. But now if you if you can empower yourself with the education, mm -hmm. and that's what I want to do. I get my daughters are upset. If I were their age, I know exactly where I would be. So now it's time to go, okay, what do we do? to be able to enact and do the things that, you know, make us have our voice. Well, and what I'm hearing again from all of these young ladies is they're gonna ban abortion. They're gonna ban abortion. You're not gonna be able to get an abortion in Pennsylvania. And we're just here to try to explain what the process is. Right. And it's not going to go from one extreme to another. There is a whole procedure. Uh, there are issues that have to go before the legislature. The lawmakers have to vote on it. The governor has to uh, sign off on it. We mm -hmm. have a very important election coming up this yes. November. In Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. It's all part of the process. So now let's bring your daughter <laughs> yep. into this conversation. Hey, Peyton, are you ready? I am. You're ready. Okay, so let's start with mom here. Okay. What kind of questions, what are you hearing from Peyton? And Peyton, what questions do you have for your mom? Well, on my end, it wasn't so much questions. I know that all of my daughters, especially, you know, Peyton too, was just really upset and really, really angry. And I saw a lot of that where, you know, she would post on social media and really trying to get her voice known, how she really feels. So we sat down and we talked about it. You know, not only am I older and I have a different perspective sometimes mm -hmm. with things because I'm a mother. And so I might have different ways of looking at it and thinking about it. But the last thing I want to do is make Peyton feel like what her feelings are or not important or valid. And so first off, as mother and daughter, and she'll tell you this, she's my 2.0. I can't wait to hear she's this. She's my 2.0. Yes, she is. She is you. <laughs> and we, we let Peyton say this too. If Peyton and I have an argument, half the time we end laughing because... We're the same person. Yeah, you are. She's just a little louder than me now, and that's fine. <laughs> All right, Peyton, you're in the hot seat now. Go for you're it, Peyton. What are you concerned about as a young woman? I think in this day and age, it's very hard to know what information you're being told is truth. Um, it's very hard to see, especially within government. Um, so I think with that being said, I think not knowing if the information you're being told or information you're seeing on social media is accurate but regardless of what it is, it you may think it's accurate and you and you go with it. And and it's scary and um I think there's so much information flying at us that it's it's hard to just know what it what is accurate and what's not. And so as a young female and especially with Roe v. Wade being overturned, I think it was it was the fear of what is actually truth, what does this mean? How will it affect me? And not only how will it affect me, how will it, how will it affect everyone else? And how will it affect, affect my friends? I have friends in other states and things like that. So I think it's just a scary time because if, if we were told proper information um, in all places, it would, be, it would be less stressful and less scary, I think. You know what? And I think that was a very valid and honest thing that you said because I hear a lot of you young people saying, well, I get my information from TikTok and I get my information from whatever. You're getting all these sources and, and you're also getting a spin on it. The right is putting their spin on it. The left is putting their spin on it. And I think most of us are right in the middle, what I like to call the moderate majority. And it is tough. It's tough for you to navigate when you're hearing all of this stuff. So do you have a fear 
that abortions are going to be banned in Pennsylvania? And do you understand what the process is and how important elections are to issues like this? Yeah, I absolutely do have a fear that it's going to be banned. Um, I think I don't understand the process in full. Um, granted, I I kind of wish I did in terms of I am a criminal justice major and I did just get my degree. However, I'm not a political science major. I don't know all of that. And so it's hard to, as I, as I should know that information on how everything is passed and, and whatnot. I mean, at my age, necessarily, it's not something I look at all, all the time. Um, so yeah, I am, I am fearful of it because obviously I didn't think Roe v. Wade would be overturned and it did. So I'm, since since COVID, I've lived my life with there's no ex I have no expectation, so I have no expectation of of what is going to happen, and so it could and it couldn't, and I hope it it doesn't. So I have a question for mom and daughter here, since she doesn't have a full grasp mm -hmm. and she's admitting she doesn't understand, and and she did admit that she has some fears. If she says to you that she wants to go to Washington mm -hmm. or wherever, or go to the Capitol and protest, mm -hmm. are you going to encourage her, discourage her, and Peyton, what will you do based on what mom says? I want her to speak her mind and have her voice, but I always say to her, be educated about it. Know exactly what it is that you're going there to, to you know, to understand, to, to talk yep. about like yep. what, what's your poster reading, because that's going to identify how you really think and feel. And I always say, please know all the facts mm -hmm. as best you possibly can. Pate's really smart and she gets very passionate and very invested in things. So I know she will. And the one thing that, you know, I think we all see now is that you can get roped in to the common narrative that is all over social media that's getting pushed out. And my challenge to Peyton would be just quiet that noise mm -hmm. so that you are you're getting out what you want to say based upon the information that you have garnered because you've done your research. And if you're so worried, you know, about what things could happen, um, that that's where you push your energy. That's what I really want because she's smart, and I yeah. and I know that when Peyton puts her mind to something, you know, she can she can really affect change. She's already done that. So that's what I would say, honey. I, my whole thing is just have an intelligence behind what it is that you want to get out there because you have the power to affect the change. Yeah, I I could definitely see myself going to protests and enacting and, and change in that way. But I think the biggest thing that I have learned from this whole experience and knowing that I need to know the facts is also checking in with myself prior to trying to enact change. I cannot enact change unless I check in with myself and, and I am I am able to do so. I am in the right state of mind mentally and physically and emotionally because it's it's tough. I mean, I know when I found out I was I was very emotional. I was a wreck. I was on my train to Amsterdam in a whole other country with no other Americans around me, just by myself. So I, I think the biggest thing is checking in with myself prior to doing those things. And also another thing that I have learned is, I know, Flora, you mentioned if I were to go to D.C. or something, I would start locally. And that's the one thing that I have learned is I'm not going to enact change with the government as an entire whole. I'm not going to go ask, you know, President Biden myself. It needs to start locally and I need to local elections and 
educate myself on my area prior to trying to go larger than that, because I know that that's where it starts. And that's very smart. So I, I want to ask you one final question here as we wrap things up. I'm hearing from a lot of young women saying, I don't want a bunch of middle-aged men telling me what to do with my body. Is that something that you've said, that you've heard? And do you really know what happened and what the truth is behind that statement? Um, it is definitely something I've heard and it is definitely something I've said and it's something that I stand by as well because regardless of, of necessarily knowing fully how it occurred, um, that statement still stands in my mind that no man, I don't care how old you are, no man should have the right to have an uh, opinion on my body and make it that type of decision on me as a female. If they don't know uh, exactly how the whole process works um, for a female in any circumstance of pregnancy at all. Um, so I do stand by that statement, um, but necessarily on, on your, your question of, of how it all occurred, I don't. I don't know if you explain a little further on what you mean by that. That's what we're going to do right now. You want to take that one, Mom? You want well, to explain you know, that one? And I hear what you're saying. I really do because essentially men shouldn't be making decisions on women's bodies is what you're saying. I understand that. Yep. Um, but the thing is about these memes and things like that that are flying around, the interesting part is that there were seven middle-aged men who decided that there was a place for abortion in the Constitution. So in 73, 1973, actually, it was all men. Well, I do. I totally get that. I, I would have to one-up you on that one. It's 50 years ago. We're in today, and I understand there's minorities who are— a minority made this decision and a female made this decision. Um, however, still stands a man should not make that decision based off of my body and i i don't think if i'm not if i'm not accurately um or, or knowledgeable enough on something that happens with a man and his body that i don't have the capacity to make that decision if i don't fully know it i think something very positive that has come out of this entire issue is that i'm hearing young people taking a, a big interest in the election, mm -hmm. specifically the governor's race. The governor's office is up for grabs in November, and they are going to the candidate's website to find out where they stand mm -hmm. on this whole abortion issue. And ladies, if you don't think your voice matters, I want you to listen to this very important statistic. Yeah, this one got me. This is good. Yeah. A recent survey reveals that women, 50 plus, women over the age of 50, account for 32%. Mm. That's a third. Mm one-third of all likely voters overall. So yes, your voice matters, your vote matters, and if you want to exact change, go to the polls and vote in November. Absolutely. Hey, we appreciate you being with us today. We hope you'll come over to our YouTube page, like and subscribe, and until we are back to chirp about another topic.